Staying consistent is hard, but it's important if you want to see results. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies right now, and they're one of the only brands that are committed to your health. They only use the cleanest and purest ingredients in their formulas. No seed oils, no preservatives, or toxins. Let me walk you through my morning routine. I wake up, make my coffee, and then make sure to fill my water with Symbiotica Pure Hydration before my early morning workout. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and I've loved every supplement I've tried so far. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code POD for 15% off your subscription order. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra in on-trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring, well, The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Two Teas in a Pod with Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge. Welcome to Two Teas in a Pod. I am Cameron Judge, and Teddy Mellencamp is not here today, but we have celebrity hairstylist, my friend, Justin Anderson. Hey, girl. How are you? <laughs> How are you? 
I'm good. I get so like excited to see you. I feel like I have like a, a serious crush on you, like a little gay boy Aww. crush. Like I get excited when I get to see you. I and love when I really it. Talk, I just have like a smile on my face, like when we're texting or DMing or whatever. So I'm happy to be here. Same here. I um, woke up with my eyes swollen shut. I'm allergic to like eyelash glue or something. So I, I kind of feel like a like my own little busted can of biscuits over here. <laughs> 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 that was so fuck. fuck I can touch on this. That was so yeah. fucking good. It was I mean, so good. It was when so that good. happened, that's all I could see. Like that, I actually wanted to talk about that because it's like when you get called out like that for your body type on TV, like that is hardcore. Like that's hardcore. That's that's not even nice. But I mean, I was here for it. So no, wait, you have you know to. Nice. You... I was just telling you your hair. Yes, and I was just saying that. You're one of the few people that I think can pull off short or long hair. Like I always love like long, slutty blonde hair on anyone that can carry it off. And you look so good with the long hair, but then you also look hot with short hair. So that's lucky for you. Well, I have every type of extension in my head right now. I had- <laughs> You're like Britney Spears, just layers and layers. I had three levels of, of the weft, I think that's called. And I had a headache for a week. And I said, you got to take one of these out. Like I'm dying right now. So she took it out and put, she put some tape ends in because my hair is pretty short right now. So I needed a lot of hair to go along. I have individuals on the side. <laughs> I, oh have, I have, I have it all. I You're have it all. loaded up. But those like rows, I like the rows a lot because it does like the least amount of damage on the hair. Like, is it the hand tied ones? Yeah. 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 So those do like the least amount of damage on your actual hair. But I mean, if you really think about it, that's like wearing a fucking towel on your head. Like you're just oh. carrying like a sheet around on the back of your head. Like that's heavy. Of course, well, it'll give you a headache. The thing is, is like when I wash it, it's like such a chore to dry it. And if I let it air dry, it doesn't dry in the middle. I feel like there's mold growing in there. Yeah, it's like a wet towel. It's, it's like a, a wet, wet deep towel. towel. Oh my God. Okay, so let's get into Ultimate Girls Trip. It's finally out. It's not disappointing. I know that you had some disappointing things to say about me on your Instagram. I well, was, you know, I keep it real with you because I, I love know. you so much. And don't make it sound like I was being a dick because I was just no. saying like... I think that it is, this season is like the most iconic TV I've ever seen in the Housewives world because they pulled together like the best group of women. I mean, like every type of personality and it was just fucking fabulous. But it's like, I've always told you, I mean, I think we met because I was shouting you out on Instagram or something yes. saying that you're my favorite person on TV and I want you back on OC. So I love you on TV, but Vicky was a buzzkill. Like she she's was. just a bummer. She kind of was. So for those of you that don't know, if you live under a rock, Real Housewife Ultimate Girls Trip with Eva, Phaedra, Taylor, Brandy, myself, and Vicky, and, and Jill, almost forgot about Jill, um, are at Bluestone Manor, which I like to call Menopause Manor. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of shit going on down there. Um, so we start, <laughs> we start out with Vicky being a Debbie Downer, Steve broke up with her and he was moving out. So I felt like, I know you said like I wasn't myself, but I kind of felt like I had to be there for her. She was super unhappy. She had just gotten off of COVID. I was afraid that I actually was going to get COVID because even though she tested negative, she was still so sick and we shared her. Okay. 
And that's the thing. And I also want to say right here that like, I am a huge fan of Vicky too. Like I was devastated when you and Vicky left OC. So I was super pumped to see you guys come in and I totally get it. It's like people, well, everyone does realize it's reality TV. So whatever you're dealing with in your life. And that was a massive thing for Vicky, like COVID scary for people. You're actually sick, whatever. You come on the show, you're going through a breakup. So I get it. I was just being like a bitchy little viewer like watching me like I want like my Tamara and my Vicky to like whoop it up have fun or whatever but I totally get it my thing is though like I think you have such a good way of connecting with everyone you know and it kind of reminded me of that thing like when you and your best girlfriend in high school go to a new group of friends and it's like because you're with your best girlfriend like you're kind of standoffish and I felt like Vicky was creating that energy for you and I was just bummed so I'm like no everyone there wants to party with Tamara and I want them to do it (laughs) <laughs> I know. I mean, everybody there expected Vicky to be this whoop it up girl. And because of what she was going through and how she was feeling and emotionally, all that, she was so checked out. And it she does warm up. Episode four is fucking epic. Like, I cannot wait. So I epic. went to watch... Like I go to bed really early and the first three episodes came out. I went to watch one. I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch one and save them all week. I watched all three. I was up way past my bedtime. Like I was... <laughs> I was, it it was the kind of TV that like you keep rewinding. Like I was rewinding shit to rewatch it. Cause I was just screaming, covering my mouth being like, this is the best TV ever. And I'm a huge Phaedra fan. Like I'm obsessed with her. I am too. I have a girl crush on her. Like I knew she's always been amazing and everybody's always like Phaedra, Phaedra. They talk about it, but like, I never had that housewife's connection to her. But on this, I'm like, she's, she's a gay man. Like she's like a. She has her one-liners like a gay man. Like she's just so funny. Like she's great TV. I know. I, I love that she, we we left her on Atlanta as a Southern belle dressed in her big old dresses and hats and all sweet. And she comes back to girls trip like a um, Instagram influencer slash stripper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was like Phaedra Kardashian. Right, <laughs> Phaedra Kardashian. TV though. I, with a big eyelash. That girl, I don't care what time of day it was, those eyelashes were two to three inches long. Different wig. She had. She needed a whole room just for her wigs. Yeah, it looks I, like... Wait, can I ask you this? I don't know if you can answer, but like, what is the feel inside of Bluestone Manor? Like, does it feel rich and expensive? You, you don't have to answer. Or does it feel kind of like cold and dark and like is it inviting like what's the vibe when you walk I, in? I I think I mean obviously it's it's expensive but it has a very warming feeling to it it's kind of almost like a museum because every single room is so overly decorated and so decorated differently that you just kind of like you see us in one of the episodes me and Vicky just looking around like there's a fucking peacock with a diamond <laughs> necklace on in the living room like who has that well, when Dorinda was on um, New York Housewives and whenever they'd go there, those were my favorite episodes. And I have like a real like love and like a, or like a fascination with like that East Coast, big old houses. Cause I'm such a Southern California boy. So I've always been so yeah. fascinated by those houses and I love it on TV. So I was just wondering once you get in there, does it have that big, grand, amazing feel? Or it, does. Kind of- it does. It does. Um, but so what happened was we literally landed in Connecticut. We spent the night there and then we all got in a car. We started filming. We drove up. It's cu- quite a drive. I think it was a, maybe a couple of hours to get to Massachusetts and then the Berkshires. And it's like going up this windy hills. So it's kind of like up in the mountains away from everything. And every house is like a mile apart. So you get down this, go down this dirt road through these big giant gates. And you're like, oh my God, this is kind of like the Adams family. Like, <laughs> 
it's weird feeling. You go in and then, I mean, it's the house is warm and welcoming and Dorenda's a great host, but it, it's something that you'll never experience until you're in there. Yeah, I bet. And it's just hilarious that it's like that group of women is there together. You know, it's like you guys needed to be on a beach or by like a bar or like have distractions. And like you guys were isolated in this yeah. big old house. Like it's just hilarious. And I think that's what made such great TV because we were we were literally in a pressure cooker. Yeah. Literally. And we did leave. We go to lunches outside and we visit other other places. But most of our time was spent in the manor. And um, it was like, you felt like sometimes I just got to get out of here. I have to get out of here. And there's nowhere to go. You can't go. You can't go anywhere. <laughs> so the, the, the dinner, the first dinner we have, Brandy's telling everyone that Russell's death was the hardest and worst year of her life. <laughs> okay. I, God love Brandy. God love her. <laughs> God love Brandy. And like, I, like, she is, I'll say it, like, she's one of the ones that I've always had like a connection to on screen in the sense of like, yeah. I find her absolutely fascinating. I think she's a fabulous housewife. I think it was such a bummer when Beverly Hills lost her. So I, I love, I love having her on our screen. Um, but it's like that moment was so bizarre to me. Like, that's one that I kept rewinding. I'm like, is she really saying that? Like, am I missing something? Are they editing this in a weird way? No, that truly happened. And Taylor's sitting there going, huh? And we're all like, wait, was she secretly dating him? Was she like, how was this the most horrible thing that happened to you in, you know, that year? Made zero sense. She says now, she goes, I look like an asshole. I go, hey, you kind of look like an asshole. Oh, so she realizes that she's not doubling down on it. No, no, she's not doubling down. I think okay. that she was, she was drinking. I think what she truly meant is that she was going through a divorce at that time. And it was a really hard time in her life. And then that whole scene with Russell, um, you know, committing suicide and everything just really kind of set her over the edge. Well, I mean, I, again, I think that like, I look at Brandy in a different way than other people do. Like, I think she's hilarious. I think she's so fun. I think she's every like gay man's dream. Like gay yes. men love that, like an, an outspoken woman or whatever. And, um, but I also see like the kindness and like the vulnerable side to Brandy that I feel like she doesn't want to show on TV. So when she does these things where she acts up and everyone freaks out on her, like, I feel sympathy for, and I'm not sorry. I never feel sorry for Brandy, but I feel like um, sympathy for her. So like, I just like absolutely love her. And it's so funny because I, you know, I talk about housewives so much on my Instagram stories. And um, when I talk about Brandy, and if I say that I love her, people lose their minds in the DMs. Really? Like, how can, yeah, I mean, people love her. They absolutely love her, hate her. She's like a 50-50. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And so it's like that thing where like people like, can't believe it and i'm like you guys she's fabulous tv i love it and i have a really good I have, i'm really good friends with leanne ryan so i'm not supposed to be saying this but oh shit fine. but i think i think they're good like they're yeah, yeah, they're, they're totally good fun. they're totally yeah. good but jorinda feeding phaedra lobster was everything and then phaedra's like honey you can put your fingers in my mouth or my butt <laughs> i mean it was everything and also the most cringy thing ever like I don't know. People touching food does actually gross me out. Not a lot grosses me out, but like that, her just ripping it apart. Um, Dorinda's good TV. Uh, I mean, Dorinda does it multiple times throughout the whole eight days. Like she's getting in with a lasagna, licking her fingers, then grabbing some and putting on everybody's plate. <laughs> I actually didn't even recognize it or even see it when it was happening. But when I was doing my interviews, they're like, did you happen to notice? I said, no, I didn't. So I didn't even comment on it, but clearly some of the girls saw it. 
It was kind oh my of gross. god! I mean, when you see it on TV, yeah, you really know. And they were definitely making a point of it, but yeah, that was nasty. So episode two, the big first real fight is Vicky versus Dorenda over Vax being vaccinated. That it was. was crazy. I thought it was wild to see that on TV, but we all have to be honest. I think in all of our lives, like it's such a hot button topic that like. We all know somebody who feels one way or the other, and we've been around that. So to see it on TV, it was so cringy because I was thinking about all the viewers watching. I'm like, oh, they're going to murder either side. Either side. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, and, so bad. And Vicky um, So went, I was cringing for that. Yeah. Vicky went into it going, we're not talking about vaccine. We're not talking about this. We're not talking about Steve. And then she just throws it, throws it all up for her first day. So was she I, freaked out after? Like, did she wake up the next morning and be like, what the hell did we talk about last night? Yeah, she was she was really pissed off. I mean, the scene actually was a little bit more, um, it was worse in person. Like, it, there was more to it. But, you know, they can only show so much. And, yeah, you see me at one point, I'm standing up. They don't show why I'm standing up. But I literally got to a point where I felt like I had to get in between them. I was afraid of what was going to happen. No! Yeah, yeah. I mean, it got heated heated yeah so it was it was pretty crazy but what they showed was pretty crazy so i mean it was just not a conversation that vicky wanted to get into because she was the only one there that wasn't vaccinated and she, and doesn't believe in being vaccinated so it was wow. it, i know it, it was a, a really was that something she was pressured to talk about on camera or like God, I don't even remember how it was brought up. I think Vicky might have said something like, you know, the vaccine is political. And then that's all it took. And Dorinda is very like, I'm neutral. If you don't want to get vaccinated, that's your choice. If you get vaccinated, that's yours. I personally got vaccinated, but I have friends that are not vaccinated. I'm not going to like jump down their throat and yell at them and try to push it on them. Your choice, your body, oh, your I'm, choice. I'm the exact same way. Like I'm so, I just, yeah, you can choose your thing. Yeah. But, but I also, um, don't didn't have anybody close to me pass away from being vaccinated from not being vaccinated or getting well COVID. and that's the thing that people always need to remember i think we won't go deep into this but it's yeah. like yeah people have personal stories so everyone needs to just be careful with it you know right but i'm like you i come from the place of like i don't really want to get into it with anybody like just do your thing and let's move on right so i love the fact that um they're showing me every time i break a rule i did not see the little list of rules on my bedside <laughs> table because we were sharing a room so we had shit everywhere like i couldn't even put all my clothes in the closet because there wasn't enough room so we had suitcases opened up crap on the counters everything so i didn't see it so and you dripping the ice cream oh! on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> So then Jill Zarin arrives and we're all getting pedicures. We had heard rumors that Jill was going to be on the trip, but when she didn't show up, when we all showed up, I just kind of thought, oh, okay, it was just a rumor. We, there was never, like, we didn't know. I mean, we heard in the press, you know, press gets a hold of stuff. Like right now yeah. they're they're exposing supposedly uh, the third season of it and all these cast members. I don't even know if they're really, truly going to be on it. Oh, but... has that leaked a little bit? Like who the next one is? Yeah, and I have headlines and we'll go over that in a little bit. Yeah. So Jill Zarin arrives. She recreates Scary Island. Um, I, I, You know, I really think Jill's an acquired taste. <laughs> I, I love so, her to death. It's so funny you say that because I remember when everyone was speculating about who was going to be on this season. Uh -huh. And I follow a bunch of those Bravo accounts, of course. And I remember everyone being like, we want Jill Zarin there. And all these people were like rooting for her to be there. And to be honest, like, I did not understand it. I've never thought that Jill Zarin was a standout housewife. I just didn't. But I will say I really appreciate her on this. Like, there's something 
it was because of the mix of women, you know, like you right. needed Jill to be there. And right. I thought it was, it's so fun for me to watch Jill get such a kick out of Brandy. You know, it's like, she doesn't understand this woman, but she's fascinated by her. Like that whole dynamic was really, really cute. But I love Jill Zarin now. Like now I'm a Jill Zarin. I, I love Jill Zarin. Jill, I mean, she got a lot of shit on the show for pimping all her products. But you know what? She also was like the only one, which they probably won't show. I brought CBD for everybody. And she's the only one that's like, can we like sit and scene and talk about your CBD and all this stuff? And I'm like, I mean, I appreciate it, but I'm not going to do it. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Good it's for good. her though. I mean, for just taking advantage of that, you know, it's like, unless you do it, it's not going to happen. You know? Right. And she tries, tries, tries. And, and I don't know that everything that she, I mean, she had candles there. She had phone tassels. <laughs> she, had, she had everything you can imagine there for sale on jillzarin.com. <laughs> I mean, it's so good. The way they were cutting it or cutting it up like the HSN shit was like, had me dying. I mean, it's, it was so real. So episode three, Vicky goes to the ER. Shocker. I, every, <laughs> I mean, I even told her, I go, dude, I'm not going with you. We're here for eight days. I'm not spending my day in the ER. I'm just not doing it because chances are it's nothing. I mean, that whole montage right there, like it was just brilliant. It was bringing OC to exactly where you guys were at. And it's like, you kind of forget like, oh yeah, that happens all the time. All the you time. Know, like Vicky has to go to the hospital. Of course she has to go to the hospital. All the time. I mean, the only flashback they forgot to put on there was her being wheeled out with the, the sheet over her head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those were like the best memes ever at the time. Like all of the that best. was the best time ever. The best. And then um, field day, which I was really looking forward to field day. I didn't know what to expect, but Dorinda did a great job putting together all these housewife theme, you know, like not a relay race, but I don't know what you call it, but it was all a game of luck. Well, all and I literally went into it and I said to my partner, Scooter, I was like, I was like, Tamara's going to crush this. Like Tamara's going to kill it. Cause I know that you're competitive and athletic and you fucking lost big oh, time. Okay, listen, bitch. Second, <laughs> second, Brandy lost. I came in second to last. It was, it was all, I mean, I was so mad because I, it was all luck. Like you first had to go rip through boxes, try to find a diamond. I sat there, I can't tell you how long. I could not find a damn diamond to save Yeah, I mean, life. that is luck. It's like, unless you grab the box, you're fucked. Yeah, and then Eva, I mean, she just whipped through it like no big deal, everything she touched. But you know what? She has got the most positive energy. Everything is a positive, positive, positive. And I feel like that just through her life, that's probably how, how she, you know. Tamara, I mean, that's another one. I don't want to be a fucking broken record, but when I went to watch it, I was like, why is Eva on this show? Like, I don't get it. And then. I fell in love with like, she's beautiful. You can oh. tell she has the kindest heart. Like yes. just watching her on screen, like I want to hang out with her. You know, it's like, I always know like I love a housewife when I immediately grab my phone, like go follow them on social media, yeah. you know? But she just has that energy where it's like, you're so attracted to her. And I bet in person, she's stunning, right? Oh my gosh. She's, she's beautiful. Like one of the most yeah. beautiful people I've ever seen. And she can literally wake up, get out of bed and looks exactly the same. Yeah, it's, that, it's like from inside out beauty. I yeah. mean, obviously she's stunning, but there's she's just stunning. like, there's a sparkle in her eye. Like she's, I think she's amazing. Just beautiful. The, the lips, the eyes, the skin, everything. Just so, she's got the cutest body. Cutest little body. I'm just like, oh. God, God loved you more than me. <laughs> <laughs> so then we go to the lasagna bake-off. And I'm like, because what happened was before filming, they're like, hey, guys, is there anything that you want to do during these eight days? 
do you want to have a party? Do you want to have a workout? And I was like, no, I'm good. I'll just follow directions. I don't need any more pressure to set anything up. So, you know, like Taylor has, she's going to have her tea party. They're having this lasagna bake-off. Um, I thought it was pretty funny that uh, Dorinda was stealing, it was her own house, but she was stealing Brandy's yeah. <laughs> ingredients and having her, um, her cooks do it for her. <laughs> Yeah, and bless Brandy's heart. It was so funny because everyone was like kind of digging on her lasagna, but she was such a good sport about it. Um, that scene was pretty funny. I mean, it was it looked like lasagna soup. Right? It kind of did. It tastes great. They both taste great. I don't know that there was a winner. They were yeah. both, they they both good. I, don't know, I, I liked them. I mean, I don't normally eat lasagna, so it was a treat for me. That right. was actually one of the scenes where I was like, I could have done without this. Like, just let me see some more action going on. I don't want to talk about lasagna. Yeah, that was kind of a filler thing, a filler thing. So then they go shopping in town at a crystal shop. I don't know about you. Are you into crystals? I am not. And I always like, I am like a spiritual person. I believe in energy, like being positive. But no, I don't believe in like those things that you buy and stuff like that. I just don't know. Yeah, I don't either. I couldn't get into it. You know, Vicky's looking for a crystal ball. Phaedra I mean, saying, Vicky's probably looking for anything at that point in her life. Like the way she was feeling, she would have bought anything to give her a little positive energy though, right? Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. And then, um, you know, and Phaedra's like telling us how she used to put crystals up her vagina. <laughs> I'm like, only you, Phaedra. I go, I've had, I have four kids. Mine would just fall out. <laughs> <laughs> but the way that Phaedra says everything is just so good. Like it's never crass. And like, she has the cutest little like kid smile that you just start laughing with her. Like, she does. Oh, I love Phaedra so much. She does. She's just got, she's so cute. Um, and then game night. So game night, of course, was Brandy's penis game, which I, I mean, I'm all for a penis game. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, it's, I'm it's pretty so sure you are it's, too. It's so brandy. <laughs> um, that whole scene made me so uncomfortable. I mean, the whole thing between Dorinda and Brandy. And um, this is what I was going to say earlier. There's something about when Dorinda gets a little bit buzzed and drunk that makes me more nervous even than Brandy. At least with Brandy, you kind of know where she's going. Right. But like with Dorinda, it's like, there's a lot of kind of slurring going, like it makes me nervous. I mean, I grew up with an alcoholic dad, so maybe I'm like sensitive to that stuff. But when I see someone kind of losing it, you right. know, it makes me nervous. And Dorinda just kind of has that energy, like, and it happens so quick. Right, right. And then- I mean, it happens quick with Brandy too, but you kind of expect it. And you can tell she's still being kind of playful and bitchy, you know, like she loves, she'd be like, shut up, bitch. You know, you'd be like, no, you shut up, bitch. And it's kind of back and forth. Right. Where Dorinda, it's like, you don't know if she's going to burn the fucking house down. Right. <laughs> you know? It's like, very true. Throw you out on the street. I was like, Brandy, she is going to throw you out on the streets today. She is. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Dorinda has a big spot in her heart for Brandy. Like, I think we all do. Once you get to know Brandy, like I that old saying, to know her is to love her. I mean, at this point, she can say, bitch, Fuck yourself, whatever. I just laugh at her. I did uh, press with her in New York and we spent the entire day together. And it started early in the morning till like eight o'clock at night. And I thought, what could go wrong with this? <laughs> so, <laughs> literally. So first couple of press events we went to, good. Then we had a, a lunch and she's like, you want to drink? I'm like, yeah, let's drink. Started drinking the wine, got to Bravo office, drank more wine, did a couple of virtual events and some with the um, employees at Bravo. I don't even know what we said. 
I mean, she's that friend, you know, and I've always really been, I was telling my partner when we were watching, I was like, Brandy, so, that's the kind of girl I'm always really attracted to. It's like the friend that I always want, but sometimes it's like, I know I shouldn't because I know I'm gonna get hammered with them. And it's like that energy like gets you going. Yeah. And so it's like, I can only imagine like the fun that has had with her, but her and Dorinda, like you can see it. There's a really sweet bond between them, you know? Yes. And it, that's what was making me nervous about the game is I was like, oh no, I don't want Brandy to lose Dorinda being on her side, you know? Cause you could, you could feel that like camaraderie that they had, like the sweetness with each other. Um, but Dorinda is a good person. I mean, Dorinda is loyal. She cares about people. She's just, she's passionate. She, and I get she it. Is. And that, yeah. that led to, um, the scene where I was talking to Dorinda at the winery and the wine shop. And I said, I feel like you're a little wishy-washy because she'll get so mad at Brandy. And then she acts like, you know, an hour later, like no big deal. And she starts protecting her. I'm like, I'm so confused. What do you I'm think that's about now? Like now being around and seeing it a little bit longer. I think, uh, Dorinda, like you think that's just who Dorinda is. Yeah. I think Dorinda is very like impulsive and speaks her mind and she'll, blow up but then she gets over it really quick i didn't know that i hadn't seen that part of her so the night before like she really laid into brandy and then 10 minutes later she's fine and then she's she's protecting her and like oh and is she's that fine. is that confusing to you because you hold more of a grudge with people i don't really hold a grudge but if somebody's being an asshole i'll call them an asshole like i don't have a yeah. problem with it but then yeah, I, I don't hold a grudge either but like i would kind of want to get to the bottom of it it is crazy how quickly she would just switch because yeah. then all of a sudden they're like they're buddies again you know yeah. they're being silly with each other and i'm more like it's, let's talk about it in the morning tomorrow like it's so confusing to me when people do that yeah so it was just confusing to me and i'm like well, wait i don't get it what are you doing here um and then let's see what else do we have uh oh of course, Vicky chokes on her pills. I'm drying my hair in the bathroom. Vicky's choking. First of all, if you're was that real? Well, if you're choking, you can't talk. I've choked yeah. bad. I thought I thought like I was gonna die. This happened like no, a year ago. No, it's fucking scary. You it's the scariest shit. I couldn't get it out of my. I mean, couldn't get it out. Turning colors. Couldn't talk. Couldn't breathe. And finally, Eddie got it out of me. But that was one of the scariest moments of my life. And do I think she was, no, I think she, she wanted to get away from the situation. She loves the attention, yeah. you know, yeah. and she comes running in. I'm choking. I'm choking. I'm like, please. And I had just had my implants removed like weeks prior. Oh, and, because yeah. I noticed your reaction when you did that. Well, she had a mic pack on the back of her shirt. So she's like Heimlich. And I'm like, put my blow dryer down, grab her. And when I did it, her mic went right into my chest. And I was like doubled over. I'm like, oh shit. That I saw not the way that your body moved when you did that. Like I remember watching like, like squirming myself. Um, yeah, I definitely saw yeah. that. So we have some fan thoughts. Um, why do you see more alive when Vicky leaves? Well, I think that I had that pressure of not really knowing the other girls only knowing Vicky and Vicky not being in a good place. So I felt like I needed to be there for her, protect her, make sure like kind of mother her to make sure she was okay. So I think that was it. I think that um, obviously after she goes, gets her shot, she livens up episode four. She is whooping it up. She's fun. Vicky on the fun bus. So, I mean, I can't even tell you how good episode four is. You are going to. Oh, I cannot wait. You're you going to text me. Like I mean, I've said it before, but the head of Bravo said episode four is probably one of the best episodes in housewife history. 
Oh, I have chills all over. Like, I can't even imagine. I'm so fucking excited. I mean, I watched it yesterday. I'm like, holy shit. And I, I mean, I need to watch it again. Is but... this the episode where you get a little naked? Oh, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. my God. We have so much in one episode. Like, they probably could have did two episodes, but I'm glad they didn't because it was just action-packed the entire time. There's no dull moments in this episode. With your relationship with Vicky, do you feel like she's the friend that like you have to obviously cater to her? Like if you were making other friendships, would she get jealous right away? Yeah, right? Um, duh. Have you seen what she's, her and Teddy? <laughs> the oh, feud yeah, between right. her and Teddy? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But I didn't know if like, I didn't know if you, if you kind of would play into it or if you're just like, Vicky, fuck off. I'm going to talk to the girls. Yeah. I mean, she wants, she wouldn't stop me from talking to somebody, but if I get close to somebody, obviously she's not very thrilled about that. Yeah. So um, it's like, I don't even want to Yeah. Do it. But I'm like, I'm a girl, like I want to get to know everybody. I, I want to, I want to like you before I hate you. Like I'm not one that's like, yeah. Oh, I hate her. I hate her. By the way, I met your bestie at the MTV awards. Kristen told me. Yes. yes. So beautiful, so sweet, everything that I thought she was. I'm so glad you guys met. I asked her a million questions because she texted me right when she got there and she's like, you should have been here with me. It's like housewife, housewives everywhere. Oh, and yes. Then she later and she's like, I met Tamara. I love her. She's so sweet. Oh. I was so glad that you guys yeah, met. Yeah, she's so sweet. Um, so next fan question is, how long were filming days? Did you ever break from the cameras? So unlike housewives, this is a little bit different. This is like Big Brother. So there was cameras on the walls that literally rotated as you walked by with mics on them. You didn't even have to be mic'd up. So if you wow. got up, at, yeah. So we had two crews there, a morning crew and an evening crew. But if you were up at three in the morning um, and you're walking around, it's gonna capture everything you do. And wow. I know. But that is so different for you guys though. I mean, that's like Summer House or something where it's yeah, like- Yeah, like, yeah, Big Brother, all those, those shows. Um, you forget they're there. I'm a mildly afraid of a scene that Vicky and I, I think Vicky, I and Taylor. Yeah. I think we were in the kitchen at three in the morning. We contacted the crew and we're like, is there any food that we can eat? And they're like, we have some cold pizza over in production. Do you want it? We're like, yeah, we'll take it. You know, 18 hours of filming that day. Like we are like drunk. I mean, but that's where eat. really, that's where really good TV comes from. But it's like, that stuff is scary. Obviously when you yeah. have a personality, like, I mean, Me. I would be I would be a nightmare with that kind of stuff. Like when we filmed very cavalry, obviously we had filming hours, right? But right. even when we were filming, like I'm the type of person, like I would forget that it's there and I would do my messiest stuff after hours of filming. Cause after a while you forget the cameras are oh, there. Oh, especially alcohol, everything. And if you're like for me, like 12 years, I was mic'd. So if I'm not mic'd, I just feel like I'm not filming. Exactly. Heard, I've never had that experience where there's cameras on the walls. We were in the kitchen at like three in the morning eating cold pizza. Don't know what we were talking about. I just remember go looking up and going, oh shit, there's a camera like, you know, following our every move. And I'm like, oh God, this ain't going to be good. Wow. So, that's good. I mean, that'd be scary for you guys, but that's good TV. Yeah. So we, on average, I felt like by the time we started, probably maybe even 18 hour days, we would film. So this was the most exhausted you've ever been filming, I'm sure. Oh when you my. there, you probably felt like you went through army camp. Yeah, so we were so exhausted. And what happened was after we finished filming, they uh, we a car picked Vicky and I up, picked the whole cast, different cars, drove us to New York City. And it was it was a 
trek. It was quite a while. I can't remember hours to get there. And um, got in, it was pouring rain, so tired, drenched in rain, went to bed, got up early in the morning. We had to do our photo shoot. So all the, you know, the photo shoot. And I was exhausted. We were all exhausted. All exhausted. I mean, you wouldn't feel cute at that point. No, After, I didn't. I looked like, at my pictures. I don't feel cute in my pictures either. I hate my dress. We literally had like a couple days to figure out a dress and it was a certain color and it was the wrong time of year to get this, you know, color. So I got, I'm like, this is good as it gets. <laughs> and the stylist put a belt on me and I never wear a belt like that. <laughs> put a belt on yeah, it. She, she's like, put a belt on it. Cause the dress was kind of too big. She's like, let's put a belt on. I'm like, it looks ridiculous in the pictures. Wait, your, your one confessional look kills me. It is so not you. I mean, your little spicy number with your <laughs> hair, your titties pushed up, pushed up to your chin. You look like, what is the one woman's name? Who like um, the, the Chi Chi, what's the girl's name? Charo. Yeah. Char Charo, that's what I felt like. I'm like, what the fucking Charo is going on here? Every time that picture or that video of you pops up and you're talking it, like I just start dying. It doesn't even look like you. It doesn't even look like me. And the thing is, is like if they cut me off at the boobs, I just like hair because the hair is super long, but because it was cut off here, it doesn't balance it out. So I'm like, I look like cousin it. Yeah, you look like cousin it with huge tits. You look like tits. all boob and just hair. Oh, I know. No, I, I, I didn't care. I mean, the pictures I have, they look amazing from that day. But because of the 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 box, yeah, no, in, that's I'm, what it, it looked like an angle issue because the way that you were cropped, I was dying. Yeah. So next fan question: Were you bummed having to go to Bluestone Manor instead of a tropical place? No, I wasn't. Um, really? No. You know why? because I didn't want to put a damn bathing suit on. I was probably a good seven to 10 pounds heavier than normal because you have to remember, I got this call two weeks before we had to leave. We're in the you know pandemic. I mean, I just felt like I wasn't filming. I didn't care. I was eating more than I normally did. I wasn't as active normally. So when I got the call from Andy on my birthday, um, he's like, hey, would you like to? And I'm like, yeah, sure. He's like, two weeks. I'm like, shit, you know? So I was busting my ass trying to get that extra weight off it. So well, no. that, I, I bet that sounds like silly to people who are listening, but it's like, I know it's a real thing when you're going in front of a camera. I mean, you want to feel your best also for your self-esteem. So you feel like your best personality. Right, like whatever. Right. So that, that freaks me out. Like that gives me anxiety, but I forget who was saying it, but, but someone was saying like, you have the cutest body in the house. So you still looked good, but it's in our own heads. You it know? is on my head for me. Cause I'm in the fitness industry and I'm like, yeah. I, I felt like, oh God, people are going to give me an extra hard time if I the least bit look chubby on, on TV. You know, they always hold me to a different standard. You look so hot, I, but I'm sure oh, people thank give you. you shit no matter what. Oh yeah. Okay, next question. Did you, uh, did filming Real House of Ultimate Girls Trick make you want to go back to OC? Um, I mean, yeah, I've always wanted to go back to OC. That's no big surprise. <laughs> I love you for that. I love you so much for that because yeah. it's like, yeah, you liked it. That was your job. You own that world. I mean, it was my life for 12 years. So yeah, of course. Of course it made me, that, it made, it made me miss it. It made me miss it That was one thing sure. that stood out to me about Dorinda when she was when, about the staying relevant thing. And then Brandy called her out about wanting to go back on Housewives. And I was like, I think Brandy nailed it. There's nothing wrong with that. It's like, Dorinda, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was, yeah, I was like, the Dorinda, same you want to be back on Housewives? And there's nothing wrong with that. It's like the way that you say it, you own it, like you enjoyed it. And that was your thing. Like, yeah, you want to be on it. Absolutely. Everyone wants you on it. Right. Um, was it true that you were asked last minute to join the cast because Vicky had COVID? Um, when Annie called me, 
and asked me, I asked him point blank. I go, am I, because Vicky had COVID at that time. Am I taking Vicky's place because she has COVID? He says, no, not that I know of. So I don't know. I think maybe they just thought like, oh my gosh, just be really good to get Tamara and Vicky back together because so many of the fans have been asking for it. So I think maybe it was just kind of an afterthought, but I was happy either way. And, and Vicky ended up going. So that's one of the out. weirdest things in the whole Bravo universe to me. Like, I want to get, get to the bottom of that. I want to know what happened there. Like, how the hell are you guys not on TV? But whatever. Well, I don't get it. We are right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I've answered this. Does Vicky loosen up? She does. She starts feeling a better episode three, episode four. She is whooping it up. Everybody's excited that we have Vicky back and we have a ton of fun. Um, who surprised you how cool they are? I think everybody freaking surprised me how cool they were. Um, Eva, I didn't know. And so many people were saying like in the blogs and stuff like, why Eva? Why Eva? And I guess evidently she was pregnant most of the time she was on uh, Housewives. So yeah. she probably wasn't that exciting, but she was the coolest chick. Phaedra surprised the shit out of me. Um, Taylor too. Taylor, like really? I, met Taylor. I was she, wondering about that. Yeah, she was always pretty quiet and um, she she fit in perfectly. And she, you know, she was pretty vocal. You'll see her. She's got a couple of big blow ups coming up. I so. thought that when she was on Beverly Hills, she was a fascinating housewife. Like I loved watching her. She's one of those people that like I always get a little bit nervous. Reality TV just gets bigger and bigger, right? You're expected right. to do more and more crazy things or whatever. And I always get nervous with somebody like a Taylor because I feel like reality TV could just break her. Yeah. You know, like there's a real like fragile energy to her. And it like actually, yeah. you know, like I get nervous for people and I'm like, oh, they're going to break this woman, you know? But she always ends up holding her own. Yeah, I mean, she's... her scene where she screamed at Brandy at dinner, that was no. fucking good TV. It's not the last time she screams at Brandy. Really? Yeah. <laughs> she has another scene where, yeah. Um, and then we have to talk about this. Your thoughts on Brandy's lesbian eyebrow comment. I mean, I watched it four times. I just kept rewinding it and I was dying. And it was Phaedra's reaction that killed me. And the way Phaedra laughed, it's like, it just reminded me of a little kid that can't hold it together, you know? She's right. so fucking cute. But Brandy is so good. It's like, She's that's perfect what, reality TV. I think that's she's why she's done good reality TV. And it's like, I feel like in the times that we live in right now, it's like, you can't say anything. So my immediate reaction was like, oh my God, Twitter is going to go after her for like yeah. generalizing somebody or whatever. I'm the worst because people could call me anything. I've always said, it's like when girlfriends of mine are like, oh, this is my um, best gay or this is my favorite gay. And people are like, does that offend you? I'm like, no, I want to be everyone's best gay. Or like, I'm a gay man. I'm proud of it. Right. So like when people talk about things within like the gay and lesbian world, like I'm like, it's fucking funny. We can all make jokes about each other. I don't know what lesbian eyebrows are. <laughs> but I kind of immediately <laughs> had an idea of it. So I thought it was so fucking funny. I mean, and clearly Brandy, I mean, Brandy is bisexual. Or she hooks up with girls. So, you know, it's like, she's not bashing lesbians. I know, I know. And it's just so like, where did that come from? What part of her brain made her think that the woman looked like a lesbian because of her eyebrows? <laughs> and I mean, that poor woman, that poor woman oh. again, she asked to be on a housewife show. Okay, so you have no idea. So. The husband, it's a family-owned business. The husband and wife, they were newly married. The husband was bartending. The wife is the chef. Uh, I think Brandy was kind of flirting with the bartender, the husband, who was really cute. And then he said he was married. And and I, it just came out of her mouth. Like, oh, I thought she was a lesbian. And I'm like, Brandy, you can't say that to the man. And That's his wife. 
it's so funny because the wife was adorable. Like she had a mask on, but you could tell she was really, really cute. But I mean, that's the one thing where it's like, it's funny for TV and everything, but it's like, that's kind of bitchy girl behavior, you know? Cause that girl now has to be known as the lesbian eyebrow girl on- National the- TV. And the thing yeah. is, is like, after it all went down, she had to come out and present us with our food. I'm like, oh, she, <laughs> she freaking spit in brandies. I know it. She spit in brandies. <laughs> Oh my God, oh, it's such crazy. good TV. But I think that's all we have for Ultimate Girls Trip. Like I said, episode four, if you haven't watched Peacock, it will be on Bravo eventually. I'm not sure when. Wait, is episode four out right now? It comes out on Thursday. So they released oh. the first three um, last week. And then from now on, every Thursday, a new episode will come out. And I think there's a total of seven episodes. Um. And it's pretty amazing. I am so sorry. I have like these notes here that I was like, but we covered everything that I wanted to talk about. Anything else you think? Um, no, we did it all. Um, but I got so excited about this talking about that. Okay. Well, let's take a break and we'll come back and we'll talk about Atlanta. Hey, it's Danielle Fischel. Will Friedle. And Ryder Strong. But you may know us as Topanga. Eric. And Sean from the TGIF staple Boy Meets World. What are we all doing together as adults in 2022, acting so carefree and hilarious? <laughs> well, we started a podcast called Pod Meets World, where the three of us are going to sit down almost 30 years later to watch every episode of the show and talk about what we remember. And what we don't. None of us <laughs> have seen an episode since it aired back in the 90s, so we'll be witnessing our middle part haircuts, hooded t-shirts, and teenage overacting for basically the first time right along with you. And we'll be joined by guests from Boy Meets World like Bill Daniels, Trina McGee, Matthew Lawrence, and our beloved minkus, Lee Norris. From the neighborly advice of Mr. Feeney to plays with squirrels. To cutting my hair on TV for the very first time to that time I joined a cult. Mm. We'll break down the good, the bad, and the nostalgic ugly. So be sure to subscribe to Pod Meets World on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere where you listen to podcasts. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Do you want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. 
Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Hi, it's Tamara Judge, co-owner of Vena CBD, where our mission is your health and wellness. At Vena, we understand life's daily challenges, and that's why we offer a range of CBD products designed to help you find balance and feel your best. Whether you're struggling with stress, sleep, or just looking for a daily wellness boost, we've got you covered. If you struggle getting a good night's sleep like me, listen up. I started sleeping better right away when I started taking Lights Out Sleep Gummies before bed. Our best sellers, like the Cloud 9 Mood Enhancing Gummy and our Lights Out Sleep Gummy, are made with the highest quality of ingredients, grown right here in the USA, ensuring that you get all the benefits without any compromise. And we stand by our products. Not only are they third-party tested for quality, but we also offer a 30-day satisfaction guarantee. Experience the difference with Vena CBD and take the first step towards a more balanced you. Visit venacbd.com today and explore our range of products. And for our podcast listeners, enjoy an exclusive discount on your first order. Just use the code TEAPOD, T-E-A-P-O-D, at checkout for buy one, get one free. Okay. Have you been watching Atlanta, right? I have been watching Atlanta. Yes. What is your overall thought so far this season? Okay. So my thing with Atlanta, like I love the casting always on Atlanta and it's like the best personalities. It's the, it's such a fun show. Um, and I know it's like a fan favorite. I, have beef with Atlanta because you know how I am. I don't like when they take away characters so much, you know, it's like, and I, I feel it's like, I loved Nene Leakes. I loved Kim Zolciak. I loved Cynthia. Um, like it's Phaedra. Like almost, we love Phaedra. Phaedra. I loved Portia. So for me, it's like, I have such a hard time. Like, I, I always feel like I'm getting to know Atlanta for the first time again. And I don't like that. Like, I like housewives that have been on for- Be consistent. Really, yeah, like that, I just- yeah. This is like my world. I'm obsessed with house size. And I think that Bravo is doing a really bad thing right now by constantly like shuffling people out because it's like, we want to grow up with these people. Like I right. really get invested. 
So with that said, I still think it's fabulous. I think Sheree, Sheree is amazing TV and the amount of times that she talks about she by Sheree. Like I want, I want to buy the clothes now just because it's like the amount of times that they talk about it. And she makes a really good housewife because like she's delusional. I mean, the way yeah. that she... <laughs> The way that she you nailed it. it, like it's like, like it's going to be in vogue or something. She's been talking about it for 12 years. It's not a job. I mean, it's not a business. It's a, it's, I don't, it's a fantasy at this point. <laughs> you know, if you can't get the, the business off the ground in 12 years, girl, I don't know what to tell you, but I mean, I love hearing about it. I mean, it's a great name. I don't know why some investors, some businessman hasn't swept it up and said, come on, let me take it. I'm going to take it to the next level. Just, I, at this point, we would all buy it. Like I would buy her fucking coffee mug just because it's like they, somebody needs to really quickly crank that out because it's such a moment right now. It's funny with her though, because like she's so stunning and she looks so put together and there's like almost like this like regal quality to her. But then it's like, when she's talking about this still, I'm like, oh my God, this woman, like she doesn't even know that people are joking about. I, I would be, I would be embarrassed. I yeah. would be embarrassed. That would be like me and Vicky still talking about Wines by Wives from <laughs> 12 years ago. <laughs> well, we're going to get it off the ground one of these days, I promise. But she doesn't even like blink an eye to the fact that it's, it's not, it's a nothing. She's like, I have these samples that I've had for 12 years. Well, I'm pretty sure these fabric samples you've had for 12 years are probably out of style by now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, what fabric stays in style for 12, 12 years? 12 fucking years. Well, and she, you know what it is? She wants to get her money money's worth. You know, she spent money on that fabric, but it's like, that's gone. Like, put that to sleep. You got to get all new I stuff know. now, Charette. Charette. I know. Well, I, you know, from starting a business, an online business with Venus CBD, like, I, it, it takes a village to get it off the ground and it takes Jesus, like a million dollars in marketing to get it going. And, and you don't really, you keep putting your money back into the business and all that. I mean, if she had been doing this from the very beginning, <laughs> she'd probably be really rich, but it, yeah. you know, it's hard to get a, a business off the ground. You have to have a lot of money to back it up or you have to have and investors you, you work it every single day every single that, day. Yeah. Like you have to put everything into it. So is she like, is she, does she have money from another relationship? I don't know. Yeah, I, like have, I honestly have no idea. Yeah. I don't know. I stopped watching it um, after Phaedra left. Yeah, and... I go in and out of it, you know, mm -hmm. but I can be really honest. Whenever I watch it consistently, I absolutely love it. Like, it's so fun, but I get really mad when they pull my favorites off. I know. I miss Portia only because I know Portia and she's the sweetest girl ever. She's uh, such good TV. She seems so sweet and she's hot. I just love looking she's at her. So I think hot. she is so sexy. Yeah. And then um, Candy, I'm uh, not Candy, um, Cynthia. What do you think about Cynthia being off? I didn't think Cynthia, she wasn't a standout for me, but I okay. know people love her, but I, but I want to give her the respect that she deserves. I mean, she's been on for a very long time and she's fabulous. She's hot, whatever. Yeah. But, um, but she th didn't that, do herself any justice on Ultimate Girls Trip 1. No. Not None at all. Whatsoever. And you know what's interesting about that is like, I've always thought Kenya's fun to watch, but I was kind of like, ooh, she kind of freaks me out. But I thought that, Ken like I fell in love with Kenya on Ultimate Girls Trip. Like- I did too. I I love her. Like she's one I was like, oh my God, I totally want to be friends with her. Like I know there's a spicy, crazy side to her, but like every housewife need one, needs one. You know, I- I, I like my housewife spicy and messy. A hundred percent. You want yeah. them to be, you know, <clears> but like 
she, I really fell in love with her when she was bonding with the other women, you know, like she needed that. Also, the thing to think about with Atlanta is there are so many big personalities, right? That it's like, I can't even imagine being in a room with all those women. Like they are all fabulous in their own way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like when you see Kenya with other people, you're like, oh, she's really, not only is she fabulous, but she was also like, she could relate. She wanted to get deep. I feel like she is a really loyal person who wants to connect. I she love is. her story about like her, her parents and her upbringing. So it that was good for her. She really has calmed down since she's had her daughter, I feel like. Except she's, for this last episode. Except for this last episode. <laughs> I mean, well, you always have that deep inside of you. But I think when, when you have children, you kind of think twice. I mean, and I don't see that she drinks a whole lot. No, she always seems like she's like put together like in yeah. soap. Yeah. I see. I need liquid courage. I need at least two drinks. I shouldn't go over four. <laughs> two to four. You and I are so much alike <laughs> like that. Like I would be a hot mess in those situations. I mean, yeah, I would be a hot mess. But yes, yeah, she pulled, she really holds it together. Okay, so it starts out with Sonia and her kids. She's uh, talking about her sister, talking about having another kid. And she does not want another baby. Uh, she said, for real, for real, no babies. And I kind of feel like it's not because her husband's busy working. She's got 10 people living in that house. She has all the support she needs. So I think it's more think like- Because I felt the same exact way. She and especially because she made mention of having the 10 people in there. So I was like- Girl, I mean, I know it's hard to have a kid no matter how much help you have. You know, it's a big decision. But I was feeling the same with same way with you. I'm like, something's off here. Something's off. I think she just doesn't want to have another kid. Which is think, fine. You should be able to yeah, admit it. She should but just the, admit it. But the way that he responded, I was like, ooh. Like, it's like, that's a big conversation. Like, you both have to be on the same page. And it was like, he wasn't even having it. I know. Right? I know. It's kind of scaring me. Uh, but I really, I think it's just like, as a woman, like, I knew young that I wanted kids like that's what I wanted I wanted kids and if I you know if anyone has said let's have another let's have a kid and I was said okay let's do it <clears throat> but I think that either you you are like that or you're not now I have a girlfriend that has one kid she's also an athlete and she's like one and done that's it that's it I feel like when you're an athlete you're so disciplined on yourself yeah. and everything you're doing that having yeah. another child is just like it's a lot of work it's a lot of yeah, work. Yeah, I mean, there's so many things that, but you're absolutely right. I mean, athletes are like a different. And by the way, I'm a little afraid if she had another one, what she was going to name it. She named it. <laughs> Stop. She named it Deuce. And all I can think about is drop it with Deuce. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm like, no, no. I have a girlfriend that's like, you know, got to drop a Deuce. And I'm like, so I'm like, I can't even imagine the teasing he'll be getting as he gets older. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Then uh, the sauna. Marlo, Candy, and Sheree in the infrared sauna. I almost choked on my coffee this morning when I heard the guy say, oh yeah, you know, the sauna, you burn calories. It's like working out without actually working out. I'm like, bullshit. I have, a infra I have two infrared saunas. I have never dropped an ounce of weight sitting in that sauna and I've sat in there for hours on my phone. So, I mean, it's great for you, but you're not going to drop any weight. No, I'm a big fan of saunas, but for different reasons. For me, it like calms me down and I do feel like it's good for our skin and stuff and for yeah. recovery. recovery. Like I do it after a huge workout, you know? Like That's what I do. I work out, then I get in the infrared sauna. It's great. It's, you know, it's amazing. But 
the fact that Candy walks in, she's fully dressed, makeup on everything. She's like, no way, I'm not getting in there. I'm not getting in there. And it's the first scene I've ever seen where they're in a sauna with the door closed, fighting through a glass door. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was intense. Candy cracks me up, though. I mean, she's like one of the most popular housewives. Like, people die for her, right? I know. I, I think she's so sweet, but again, like for whatever reason, she's not, I'm not that fascinated by her, but people love her. Well, it's, it's weird. And I'm trying, and I think the girls feel the same way. I feel like she doesn't have many outbursts. She has a lot of businesses. The other girls are fighting and screaming and she's just sitting there. I mean, this is the first time we've seen her this season, I think, where she actually gets into a heated argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I loved it. I loved it. I mean, I actually felt bad for her. I always feel bad when there's two against one. I don't care whose fault it is, but when you, you feel like there's a gang up, I, I can't stand that. Yeah. And it yeah. was like, it was sad. Um, let's see. I think that, and then. What do you see. think of Marlo though? Because I love her. Okay, I love her, but I would fucking hate her if I had to work with her. Oh yeah, she'd be so scary. She's, she's messy. So, she's like, so she's messy. It's scary. Like it's actually scary though. Like the, like she is not holding back at all. She scares me. I would be so intimidated by her. Um, but she like she talks shit about everybody, everybody. But yeah. I do. I have like so much respect for her for you know her situation, taking care of her sisters, boys, and being that like strong woman and teaching them how to clean and do things and go to school. She's like, another she's one that's strict. Yeah, she's so like. What is the story there? Where's that money from? Again, don't know. But she's always ducked out in Chanel and Gucci and all these name brands. Yeah, I'm just I'm know. fascinated by her. But she's fun to watch and she's hot too. Her look changes so much. I'm always like, wait, is I, that I know. I'm like, who is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. What did you think about the dinner with Sonia and Ross? Now they're having dinner alone. They're going to talk about, you know, having another baby. At this point, I'm kind of over it. I'm kind of like, are we going to beat this like a dead horse? I mean, and then as soon as she picked up her wine glass and had a price tag on the bottom, you lost me. <laughs> lost me. I wasn't going to bring it up. <laughs> I just, that's all like I can she, concentrate on. She just bought those wine glasses for that scene. You know, that's all I could think about is like, she didn't have that, time to get <laughs> that, that's, that's why my mind goes somewhere else. I'm like, oh, shit. I can't think about this baby thing. I'm thinking about, geez, what, she just bought these wine glasses for this scene. Like that is absolutely crazy. But that was a scene that I was watching and I kind of was checking out. I kept looking at my phone, but the price tag brought me back in. Um, yeah. But but also like, I feel like she's one of those people, like she's a newer housewife. She's new, right? This is her first I season. I think it's her right? first season, yeah. And so it's like, I'm always like, she she doesn't seem comfortable on camera to me. Like within her relationship. I think it's a real yeah. trick if housewives can be comfortable with their husband, right? Like you and Eddie are really good. Kyle right. and Mauricio are really good. Right. But um, it was such an awkward, uh, uh, it, it makes Exchange. it uncomfortable them walk. Yeah, it just, it wasn't yeah. my thing. I, I get checked out. I really like him. Really, really I like him. I think he's hot too. I think he's hot too. Um, he, was an, he was an athlete too, right? NFL player? I think so. And now he um, has a chauffeur company. Yeah, but so. I, I whenever I see people who are uncomfortable on camera like that, I'm always like, ooh, this probably isn't going to go well for their relationship. Because it just feels like that doesn't come natural to him. He doesn't really want to do it. Um, so that whole scene, I just felt uncomfortable. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my gosh, how many more scenes are we going to have to watch about them talking about having a baby? 
Yeah, yeah, not not a fun conversation, but everyone needs a storyline, you know? I know. And then we go into <laughs> candle making. I love all these things they're doing. You know, when we do these things, it's and you're at like a bookstore or making candles or doing a perfume. It's never about what you're doing. It's only about the conversation. Exactly. So like, and it's stuff that you would never do in your normal life. I mean, again, right. <laughs> when we filmed Barry Cavalier and they would tell us the places that we were going for things. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? But those women, I mean, those loud, like big personality women screaming, screaming in that little candle shop. And I'm watching all the people's reactions around, like, what are these people thinking? Um, it was I the most know. awkward environment ever. So it's Candy, Kenya, and Manetta. Mon Is that the name? Manetta, I think it was, her friend, which I can only think in my head as soon as they introduced her oh she's gonna be the next housewife exactly well, yeah. and she's been in several scenes already this episode so i'm like but oh. you know what's funny too i i immediately thought like because she's beautiful she's cool yes. and she's actually she's comfortable on camera right that's always the thing they probably want to test these girls out to see how they're on camera if they're going to bring them back in or whatever but um i really just got to feel like you can tell also when someone's really trying to be a personality like she wants to be on the show yes she a thousand percent wants to be on it you can tell yeah, like you I, you could pick that up, you know? Yeah. Well, Kenya didn't waste any time starting drama regarding Marlo. I mean, she just like, as soon as you see her, she starts talking shit and talking shit and bringing up stuff. And before you know it, they are, I literally had to rewind that episode, that scene like five times because I couldn't understand what they were saying because they were screaming at each other and talking at the same time. Cameron, yeah, you and I are the exact same because I was like, they're screaming so loud, but I have no idea what they're talking about or where is this going? Well, like, even to this day, like right now, I'm like, I don't even know what the fucking fighting about because there was so much- I don't either at all. Talking over each other that it was so annoying. I'm like, I'm surprised like a producer didn't step in and say, stop. Like, yeah, st like let one person talk. Like it was just way too much. But I mean, Candy stole the scene. When <laughs> she gave uh, Kenya a <laughs> smell of her candle. And she says, that smells good. She goes, yeah, like Candy's pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how is she so sexual? She's a freak, right? She, I mean, she seems like it. I don't know, but it, she definitely seems like it. And like we've talked before on the podcast about like she knows how to get her products and her businesses on the show. Like giving everybody vibrating panties. Like who would normally do that with a group that's of people? That's genius. And genius. I mean, but that's why she's rich. Like she's rich. Right, right. Right? Yeah. And then let's go into Drop It With Drew. Oh my God, that made me so uncomfortable. And Drew, bless her heart, is the cutest thing. I think she's she so is. cute. She's so fun, but this was a real bad episode for her. But um, the way they pulled that little room together and they just slapped up the little poster out front. I mean, the whole thing, I just- The whole FedEx so poster on the window. <laughs> I mean, Drew, what are you doing? I mean, this, this is what I always tell housewives, new ones. If you're gonna get into business, cause I've made all the mistakes. If you're gonna get into a business or do a collaboration with something, make sure it's true to your brand. Yeah. No, and the whole time I kept thinking, I was like, you know, for a business to do well, you have to do it for years, right? For it to really do well. And I'm right. like, Drew, you're not going to want to be doing this five years from now. Drop it like Drew. Drew's going to be tired. <laughs> Drew's going to be whatever uh, right. body type she wants to be at that time. She doesn't want to be a fitness model. No, it's a lot of pressure. It's a no. lot of work, Drew. Drew, do something else. I know. And that, uh, that instructor, can't remember her name, but she was scaring the shit out, shit out of me. You know, just, I just was looking at the hot guy's body. There was the one guy that was, behind, oh, the hot guy. was like the hottest body I've ever seen. Right. 
I mean, and then can we talk about Kenya's butt? We absolutely can because I'm fascinated by it. And it I, is uh, so perfect. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know how she talked about it. Is it real? I don't know. I was hoping you would know. I, um, can if you, I had, can to... you DM her and ask her? <laughs> yeah, I'll ask her. I'll ask her. Yeah. <laughs> um, is Brandy's butt real right now? Brandy on, yes. Brandy is very openly talking about how she's gained weight. Well, and it looks good. Like she, has it a... looks ah. amazing. And she says, like, I have a fupa. Like she gains weight in her lower stomach and her butt. Her butt looks amazing, but she's it like, looks I can... so hot. But I remember, but when she was on Beverly Hills, she was way too skinny, right? Yeah. Well, she has that model body. And I think like, you know, she could eat whatever she wanted and she wouldn't gain an ounce. She's tall. No, got, she has a gorgeous body and I love women, big, small, whatever, whatever yeah. they look the best in. But that's all I could notice on that. The first few episodes, I was like, when did Brandy get such an ass? I know. Trust me. I'm like, what the hell happened here? But she, she's very open about it. And she's like, I've, I've gained weight. I've gained, uh, I can't remember what she said. And she probably doesn't want me to say it, but, oh, <laughs> let's talk, talking about weight. When oh, those girls God. walked in and got on the scale when at drop it at Drew, there's nobody in the West Coast, Beverly Hills, Orange County, that would walk in and step ever. on a scale. Yes. Ever, yes. ever. I wouldn't even. So that's my whole world, right? Being in Beverly Hills with all those women that I, I've done hair forever, for all these kind of women, and no one would talk about their weight. So no. I was sitting there with like my jaw dropped, being like, kudos to these women for just like putting it out there, which by the way, that is so like empowering, you know? It it's is. Like, and I usually roll my eyes at those conversations because we try to over talk about them now. And it's like, everyone should, I want everyone to be confident of their body, but it's like, that was fucking badass to just stand on that scale and let them blast that number up there. Cause it's like, they and, all look hot. So who but, cares what they weigh? I know they look great. But my question is, what was the purpose? <laughs> why, why did they have to do that? They were there well, to do one of her well, Tara, workout classes. I mean, you you and I work out a lot, right? Like it's a yeah. huge part of both of our lives. And like, you're not going to lose a pound. No. And if you, is anyone, is anyone not smart enough to realize that that has nothing, you didn't actually burn that weight. No, if anything, you might lose a few ounces of water. That's about it. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like, why are they weighing in? It's not like, like, you know, we have a gym. So if we have a new member, <clears throat> they come in, we weigh them in and the mind bot, the body composition scale. And then they work out and then maybe every two weeks we'll do updates. But I'm like, this was a one and done. They were working out. There's no reason to weigh them other than to see everybody's weight. I mean, it was absolutely insanity. I was literally thinking the same thing, but I was like, that's a stupid thing to bring up because I don't think anyone else would think about that if they're not like a big person that works out, you know? Yeah. Because people always think like, oh, you have to weigh yourself all the time. It's like, no, you don't also like, and what does weight matter? You know, unless you're trying to lose a ton of weight, you know? Right. I mean, the only thing that really matters is if you weigh yourself in a body composition scale. And that's the only thing. It's going to tell you, you know, how much water, fat, muscle mass, all that. And that's, you know, that's the only way I'll weigh myself. I don't care. Oh, that is like, I do not miss that world. I hated when I cared about that stuff. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, it's exhausting. You probably still do it though, right? You little freak. I, I, I don't weigh myself that often. Um, just because but it do always- But you like it, the body fat stuff? Yeah, I do. Really? Yeah. That's stressful. It is stressful. I mean, I don't do it that often, but you know, it's, it's a good way to keep you in check too. And I hadn't weighed yeah, myself um, since last July. 
And I was so afraid because I, it was COVID. I knew I gained weight and I know how my mind works. Like if I saw that the scale was up, like it would freak me out. And then I would like really restrict my calories and really work out harder. And I know it's, you know, I'm just, no, like, it's too much. No, it's too I much. It. So I, all of us like, put weight on during COVID. Like I feel like my body doesn't look any different to anybody else, but it's like a different kind of weight, you know, it's a like, different, yeah, different I'm composition. I'm up a solid 15 pounds, but it's like, people wouldn't notice it. But it's just that we're way more sedentary now. Oh, way more. Even if you work out and you eat healthy, you're way more sedentary. Yeah. You know, you're sitting at home. Well, we were not so much now, but, you know, at the very beginning, we're, we're sitting at home. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes a huge difference. So um, I like what Marlo says. Well, I don't like it, but it was funny. Um, I don't work out. I get lipo. <laughs> okay. Her body looks hot, though. Yeah. They all have great bodies. They're all like, I mean, Sheree's body's insane. And so is Kenya's from doing Dance with the Stars, probably. Kenya's body is hot. I think hot. Kenya's hot. Sheree's ass is, there's so many hot bodies on that show. But okay, so what did they say about Drew? They said that Drew had a bad mommy makeover, right? Marlo, right? Marlo's so sharp with her tongue and so mean with her words. Like, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. But she was the one that said it, right? And called her the... What did she call it? You said at the beginning of it. Oh, Sheree. You mean a busted can of biscuits. <laughs> that was, I think that was Sheree that said that. I'm like, oh shit. She did not just say that. She <laughs> looks like a, so I think it was Sheree. I think Sheree was just saying that, uh, um, that she doesn't work out and like, none of this is making any sense. And she looks like a busted can of biscuits. I'm like, where did that even come from? Like, how such... did you even hear? <laughs> that was such a, um, a bummer day for Drew. I mean, how she has to watch that now. I and know. Just everyone's bashing her. And then but they kind of like zoom in on her body. And I'm just like, oh my God, can we stop doing I this? I know, but then again, like, don't do something on a housewife show that, that's not true to who you are. You yeah. know, it doesn't make any sense. So <laughs> it really doesn't. I mean, and not to mention like, or I want to mention, that was not a beginner's workout. And when Sonia said that, this is because she, that girl knows how to work out. I'm like, I was seeing it the whole time, like what they were doing and all those, you know, technical, you know, jumping jacks and flipping and all this. I'm like, we would never do that at our gym. We would no, never put somebody. And someone in that group is going to like pop a shoulder or something. That's yeah. all I was thinking. I'm like, there is going to be half of that class is going to be injured tomorrow. That was freaking me out. Like jumping around with weights above your head. That is so dangerous. <laughs> I mean, if you know what you're doing and you're, you know, conditioned for that, that's one thing. But these girls were all talking about how they don't work out except for two of them. And it was just like, that was stupid. That was a stupid move to put on TV. Yeah. And then, oh, Jackie was the instructor's name. She, she scared, scared the bejesus out of me. She just had that look on your on her face like she was gonna come for you. <laughs> and then Candy, uh, Todd had to jump out, got a phone call. Somebody is trying to get into their house. Now, I bet that happens a lot. But wouldn't you think they'd be in a gated community? They were, they said they jumped over the gate. And that the, the person- But like an actual gated community within a gate. You know what I mean? Like my house, you have to go through a guard to get into my house and then you drive in. Like I oh, think- I, that, that was what I thought happened. I thought she was in a gated community and then they jumped over the gated community and came to her. Oh, house. maybe, maybe I missed that. I thought they meant she, he was trying to jump over the gate that surrounded her house. You could be right, but I thought that it was the <clears> other <throat> way around. Um, but so that was like a stalker, right? Like he- he sounded like he wasn't all there, kind of, I don't know, a bit of stalker, but I think just a guy that wants to get his music out there, but he didn't seem like all there. 
He seems that's like the creepiest thing. At, that's so creepy. But she was cool, cool as a cucumber. She seems cool about it. That's but scary, that though. Cool. That's with that your was... kids at home. That would be yeah. that would scare the shit out of me. No, that's so scary. And then more shade to Drew. Girls are asking her about the business, calling her out, saying it's not her business, and come to find out, it's called Twenty One Day Program. Formally, <laughs> so I mean. <laughs> And she, she just popped her logo on it, you know, she and popped she, her logo. They changed popped the her logo on it. She got an LLC and she's ready to be the next skinny girl. You know, I'm going to have to go on. But it's literally like, I feel like every new housewife has this dream of being Bethany Frankel. Right. It's like, you're not going to do it with the, with the workout class, you know, and no, but she handled it like a sport. I mean, those women were tearing her apart and interrogating her and she was like, hold your own. Like she was proud of it. I mean, she's a little spitfire, you know, yeah. like I, I would have been mortified. I, I would have been bright red. I First of all, I'd never mortified. do that, but like, I would be mortified. But don't you feel like all the girls do that? They like verbally attack each other. And then they're like, we're fine. We're good. I'm Especially like, on Atlanta. Yeah. Like not the, in any other cast, no other yeah, cast like, is like the, that. The fights that they get in and how quickly they make up, I'm like, damn, these women are strong. I know. And then the fight between Kenya and Marlo, oh my god, again, another one I had to rewind because they were screaming at the same time. And Kenya, I'm perfect. Um, you're ugly, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, you got a fake booty. Like I'm like, oh my god, they sound like I don't even high school kids. I'm like, first of all. That's what I was just going to say. It sounded like it sounded like kids fighting. Like, how low can you go and say the nastiest things? I mean, yeah. I have, I've never heard adults speak to each other like that. Like, just going for the jugular. Um, but I, I love seeing Kenya get in the mix of it. I really did love her seeing that. Okay, fan thoughts. Let's go with the fan thoughts. Kenya is more transparent than ever since Real Housewives, the Ultimate Girls trip. And I, is it transparent or she's just a little softer i think that she for me i feel like she feels really comfortable in her own skin i feel like for whatever it is i think maybe it was dancing with the stars right yeah. or real or the girls trip but like something about her confidence she feels very confident in who she is and i love it i think she looks even prettier now because she feels so confident she's pretty i mean just ask her she'll tell you she's the, the <laughs> The, the perfect Barbie or something like that. I'm like, that's, that's exactly a, what she said. That's a lot of fucking confidence right there, right? <laughs> oh my God. Okay, another fan thought. All, Mar all Marlo has ever done is make shit up. I don't know why she has a peach. Well, that's exactly why she has a peach. What do you mean? Exactly. She's amazing TV and everybody was like rooting for her to have a peach. Is she a total liar? Is that the thing? I don't know. People are saying she makes shit up, but who really knows, right? Yeah. Um, another fan thinks Candy's checked out. Do you think she's checked out? I honestly kind of get that feeling. I feel like, yeah, she seems like she's checked out a bit. Yeah, also, I, she's got to be tired, right? I, I would be tired. That girl is busy doing so much. She's doing so much. And, but then like we were talking about earlier, like that cast rotates so much. Like, so every season you're getting used to new personalities. Mm -hmm. Everyone's getting to know each other. Like, that's what I think about all the time. I'm like, the OGs like um, Candy, like she's got to be fucking tired. Right, right. I agree. But she's got like a play on Broadway. She's got like, she's got, this girl has so much going on. I don't know how she finds the time to film Housewives because for three or four months, it's, it's time consuming. 
So yeah, no. I, I mean, I give it to her. Um, I love that Candy and Kenya bicker yet remain true friends. And we talked about that earlier. Like they fight and they yell at each other. But then at the end of the day, they're like, we're good. Well, and Candy just seems so cool like that. Like she just seems so level. At, like she's so, she knows who she is. She's so confident, whatever. Like she, I don't feel like anything goes to her head, but I'm, I'm shocked by it. I think they're cool together. You know, even though that candle scene was like crazy or whatever, yeah. I like um, them being together. I think, I think it's interesting. And I like seeing them get along. Um, another fan says, I think the women are going too hard on Drew's business. Now I totally disagree. I think they should have went harder. <laughs> Sorry. I am with you, Tamara. And I think that it's like, you need to be really honest about it. And you just gave amazing advice, right? You've done this forever. It's like, girl, don't put all your eggs into this basket. You know, yeah. if you're going to start a business, it's like, really think through what you want to do. And do you want to do this three, five years from now? You yeah. know, it's like, well, I, so I, ha like, I have a sneaky, sneaky suspicion. It's not going to be around three to five years from now. No, no, not even much. Not no, after this episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Another last fan thought is Sonia's husband infuriated me. He wants to have his cake and eat it too. Now, I disagree with that. He wants to have his cake and eat it too. The guy wants to fucking work. He's building a business and he wants a family. And when it comes to having a family, you have a very small time limit to have children as a woman. Like, and then their son, Deuce, is only, <laughs> is what, like five or something like that? Like you wait too long. It's like starting all over again. He wants Deuce to have a sibling. Yeah, I didn't see it that way at all. I'm with you. It's like, this is a conversation. You have to figure it out. And if you want to have a kid, of course, like get it going or whatever. But I was, when I was watching that scene, again, I always think about how social media is going to react because everything's so fucking annoying on social media. But I'm like, these people are going to tear this guy apart. You know, so it's like, to me, it felt like he wasn't even really listening to her. It was just like, well, we're going to have another kid. You know, and he wanted to just yeah. move on from the conversation. And, um, but it's like, no, you got to talk to your wife. Does she want to have a kid? You know, it's right. like, yeah. you got to go back and forth. Yeah. I mean, I always thought it was like the opposite. Like the women always want more kids and the guys. Yeah, are, no, it, no, it is interesting. I mean, that she so, doesn't want to have a kid, but still the fact that she doesn't, it's like, it should be a back and forth conversation, you know? Yeah. But, but I do think, really, I do but think what it's I really saw from that is it felt like he just didn't want to fucking do that on camera. That's exactly. That's you know, what it's I felt. Like, that's what I'm looking at. He's like, I'm not doing this with you on camera. And she's starting to get emotional. And the way that he was looking at her, it was like, I was thinking like, that's the way that my partner would look at me. Like, are you fucking kidding? Yeah. Like, Can you shut up now? We're yeah. on TV. No. <laughs> yeah. But it is, I mean, now that I think about it, it is an interesting uh, storyline because of the fact it's usually the woman that wants extra, you know, more kids and the husband's like, no, no. So it is, it is cool to see a different side, but I, I'm over it. Okay. Either have a fucking oh, that, you or, or don't. Now I get now I get why you have more of this fascination with it. That actually makes a lot of sense to me. I wasn't really thinking of it that way. Yeah. You're absolutely right. You changed my yeah. mind now. I get it. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. 
Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Do you want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Hi, it's Tamara Judge, co-owner of Vena CBD, where our mission is your health and wellness. At Vena, we understand life's daily challenges, and that's why we offer a range of CBD products designed to help you find balance and feel your best. Whether you're struggling with stress, sleep, or just looking for a daily wellness boost, we've got you covered. If you struggle getting a good night's sleep like me, listen up. I started sleeping better right away when I started taking Lights Out Sleep Gummies before bed. Our best sellers, like the Cloud9 Mood Enhancing Gummy and our Lights Out Sleep Gummy, are made with the highest quality of ingredients, grown right here in the USA, ensuring that you get all the benefits without any compromise. And we stand by our products. Not only are they third-party tested for quality, but we also offer a 30-day satisfaction guarantee. Experience the difference with Vena CBD and take the first step towards a more balanced you. Visit venacbd.com today and explore our range of products. And for our podcast listeners, enjoy an exclusive discount on your first order. Just use the code TEAPOD, T-E-A-P-O-D, at checkout for buy one, get one free. 
Okay, let's go on to housewife headlines. It's been a slow week. <laughs> housewife headlines. No one got arrested. <laughs> no, nobody, you know, got in any trouble. But Caroline Stansberry, her husband Sergio, and their family had a nightmare of a start in Greek vacation after being robbed their first night in Mykonos. Um, that would suck. They came home to their hotel room. Their baggage, everything was turned over. They it didn't say what they have stolen. I guess there was some stuff in the safe. Um, but here in a foreign that country. Is, <laughs> that is a nightmare. Um, that's a nightmare. It's so crazy because when Dorit's whole story happened, you know, and I know Dorit in person, I absolutely love her. I've known her for a long time. Um, so I pay attention to her stuff and the way that everyone was saying like, oh, she's doing this for a storyline and, and fake or whatever. It's like, I really hope people don't do that with Caroline because that sounds so scary and that's so sad. But the other thing is, I mean, when you're a person like that and you're on a small island like Mykonos, they all know that she's there, you know, and if right. she's out, if she's out posting social media and they know her hotel room is empty and they know that girl's going around with all her diamonds and stuff. I mean, you're just setting it up. You have to be so careful in that world. Right. right? And so many housewives have been targeted because, you know, they see them on TV and they see all the, the frills and the fancy clothes and the diamonds and all that stuff. So, okay. So rumored season three ultimate girls trip cast. Oh my God. I'm so excited. This okay. is like the announcement of the Oscars right now. Okay. So just so you know, this is a rumor. It hasn't yet officially been renewed, but there has been plenty of chatter online about who could be in the cast for a potential third season. So several prominent Bravo Instagrams have shared rumored cast list. Let me just get to the list. Let's see. I don't need to know who all said it. Um, according to the account, which is... Da -da 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 -da. Okay, here we go. Giselle Bryant. Karen Huger. Marisol. Patton. Alexia. Heather from um, Heather Gay, okay. Whit Whitney Rose, and Leah from New York. Oh my God, none of that got me excited. I know, me either. No, but and I here's the, like, if you break them all down, like Alexia is one of my favorites right now. I'm obsessed with her. Like she's so fucking hot and fun to watch on TV. Right? I love Heather Gay is like a, one of my favorites. Right. Um, there's so many like good ones in there, but I'm just like, I think about like that group together, boring. And who knows what it'll actually be. There's so many rumors out there. One rumor saying that they're going to Thailand. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, that would be fun to go to though. Wait, I can mean, I just say that I actually think that's a terrible group together. <laughs> like, well, really if it actually have... comes true, it becomes true, then <laughs> we'll see. Wait, we'll who see. was the last one that you said? Uh, Leah. From New York. Oh my God. Yeah. So it's Leah, Whitney, Heather, Marisol, Alexia, Giselle, Karen. Um, yeah, no OC girls in there. Oh, no that's OC a girls. sleeper. That that doesn't that doesn't excite me at all. But then there was some previous rumors saying that Lisa Renna, Erica Jane, um, and Kim okay. Richards were linked to it which that would have been great. See, you need you need a big personality like Elisa in there. Like I know Giselle and Karen are really big personalities, but I actually think Giselle and Karen will get quiet around those other women. No, maybe they won't actually. You never really know because here's know. what happened with both the last ones. I was kind of picking apart the cast, not knowing, but when you get those personalities into one space, you never know you, what can happen. You never know. And I'm telling you, it's a, it's a, it's a different game doing it with people you don't know. It's a totally different experience so you know what my favorite act. part 
my favorite part as a viewer watching these is like I just love seeing the um, how you guys understand each other. Like you've been doing this. Yeah. So it's like hearing the conversations about actually being a housewife in your normal life and how you get along with your cast. Right. And you're talking like that is fascinating to me as like a passionate viewer. Like I love those conversations. And we got a lot of that on the first one when they were on the island. Like there were those real special moments. Yeah. Where you talk about your time on the show. We do talk about it. I don't know that too much of it has been seen so far of us talking about our past experience on the show, but people love love that shit. So but the here, interesting thing is because you guys are all housewives and you get brought together, you all know how to play the game. Right. So it, it feels like a, a master class of housewives, you know, because it's just like it's immediate personalities. Everyone knows how to turn it on. Right. There's no weird, quiet one in the corner who's trying to develop a personality like you guys all have personalities. That's what fucking drives me crazy about these new ones coming on to housewives. Cause it's like it takes them three seasons now to have a personality, right? Yeah, but I know it does. I mean, there's two types of housewives. Ones that get it from the very beginning. I got yeah. it. I got the assignment from the very beginning and I didn't yeah. even get the assignment. I was just being me. Like there's certain people that are built for reality TV and certain people that have to learn how to be on reality Wait, TV. Wait, Tamara, you want to know what I've always thought that it really is with that is not only were you guys casted for the right reasons, right? You had big personalities, or whatever, but then also like people are so aware of social media now. Like I feel like they're acting for social media and they hold right. back because they're afraid of getting ripped apart on social media and stuff where it's like all of the OGs are the ones that have done it for a really long time. Like they're like, people are going to hate us no matter what. No matter what, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like yep. people are going to love us and they're going to hate us, but I'm just going to be myself and it'll come back around. You're going to have dips and then people love you again. But everyone's so like guarded now. Yep. So this is an interesting article. Denise Richards joins OnlyFans. The former Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star is joining a real exclusive club, OnlyFans. Like, oh my God. The Real Housewives of New York alumni, Dorenda Medley and Sonia Morgan, I didn't know that, have been on the platform for at least a year. Now I signed up two, three years ago because I didn't know what it was and I had an agent that said, just go ahead and sign up. I've never done anything. I don't even know how to log on, nothing. So. <laughs> Real Housewives of uh, Miami, Larsa Pippen boasted on the show that she makes $10,000 a day. Well, that's that, what I was just going to say. That's what they're kind of going after. Well, of course they are. I mean, yeah. all of us, we're doing all we can do. We are on Like to Know It. We're doing sponsor posts. We're using every ability, every option we have to make money. But I don't believe for a second that Larsa Pippen is making $10,000 a day on OnlyFans. I don't believe that. You don't think so? I no, don't I mean, know anything about the platform, but I always, you know, after I signed up, then I heard because somebody said, oh, do it for your fitness. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Then I hear it's like mostly about showing naked pictures. Well, they're trying to make it more like to get people to like follow their favorite personalities and you pay for exclusive parts of their life and stuff. So who knows what it'll end up going. But I, yeah, I bet Denise saw Larsa say that and she's like, I need a little bit of money. Well, she wants her beach house back. I have a different thought on why Denise joined. What? It's because her daughter joined OnlyFans and it's kind of Denise's way of keeping an eye on her. Oh, that's interesting. I remember hearing that yeah. whole story. I mean, that was a huge story. Yeah. Um, oh, that's interesting. Then she can kind of keep an eye on her. So if I you love want, Denise. Did you I, love Denise on the show? I, yes, absolutely. I wish she was still on it. We do have some talk about Denise coming up on Ultimate Girls Trip. Oh, really? With Brandy, yeah. I mean, poor girl had no idea what she was getting into when she did that. No, none at all. I did Denise's hair a few times in LA and she's 
wonderful. She's the she's nicest. very down to earth. She's very, very down to very earth, down. very sweet. And she is so sexy in person. Like she is so sexy. When she looks you in the eyes, like me, even as a gay man, when I was doing her hair, she'd like look at me and you're like, oh my God, you're the hottest girl. Ever. Like people have just have like sex eyes, you know? Well, she's her eyes are so blue and so pretty. Like she's in, insanely pretty. But beyond so that, she's so sweet. So if I you want to follow Denise Richards on OnlyFans, it's $25 a month. I might have to do that. <laughs> I'm gonna join OnlyFans now. Now I'm like, not for me. I want to follow people. I want to like, I want to see what people are doing on there. Like, how naughty does it get? I don't know, but I, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm, I'm gonna join today. I'm gonna oh, follow yeah. Denise Richards. So last story, not that exciting, but I want to know why I was invited. Just kidding. On June 21st, Cohen, Andy Cohen shared that he was in Cannes, France, along with a few other Bravo celebrities, including Kate Chastain, Garcelle, and um, Dorit. They were all, I mean, what a trip that would have been on Bravo's yeah, time. I was looking at those pictures and I was cracking up. I'm, um, I like love Andy and I love seeing Andy interact with the housewives. It's like, I relate in the way that like, I feel like Andy just loves women, right? And I'm he the does. same type of a gay man. Like I love women. I'm fascinated by women. And he just looked like he was like on the moon hanging out with those two women shopping. Somebody posted a video where like, he was talking about how Dorit was shopping. And it was just so cute seeing all of their smiles and like the yeah. excitement. Like, I loved that. I'm, sh I'm actually shocked that he went shopping with the girls. That, that, I mean, but Andy said on Instagram story, that's probably what you're talking about. Dorit in the store is like, she's an exhausting tornado. Um, just laughing at her like she was just in awe inside all the stores, which, you know, who wouldn't be? <laughs> she was like a kid in a candy shop right <laughs> oh my god but that that's all we have for today it was so fun it went by so fast which it always does when you're on here with me i love chatting with you on here it's like my favorite treat in the whole entire world Aww, um, and it does you. go way too fast it does it goes where is teddy right now teddy is in mexico she's in cancun with the family like her whole family like i think it's edwin's side of the family are all in cancun big group of them look like they're having so much fun okay so that's all we have for atlanta i mean it was so fun to have you on here you're welcome well, back anytime the best time i mean ask me on anytime you know i'll be here i love getting to hang out with my tamra judge yeah so you guys make sure you subscribe, follow, give us, um, you know, a shout out on Instagram. We would love that. <laughs> a review. If you like us, you don't like us. That's how we learn by what you guys tell us. And tune in. Two T's in a pod. Bye, guys. Bye. Staying consistent is hard, but it's important if you want to see results. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies right now, and they're one of the only brands that are committed to your health. They only use the cleanest and purest ingredients in their formulas. No seed oils, no preservatives or toxins. Let me walk you through my morning routine. I wake up, make my coffee, and then make sure to fill my water with Symbiotica Pure Hydration before my early morning workout. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and I've loved every supplement I've tried so far. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code POD for 15% off your subscription order. You like to watch new stuff, right? 
Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring, well, The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Top Thrill Two is like no other course. Two four hundred and twenty foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from zero to seventy four on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb, four hundred twenty feet in the sky, so you reach zero G's in total weightlessness. Four hundred twenty feet of straight up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill Two, the world's tallest and fastest triple launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at CedarPoint.com.